0: The light was so blinding I had to squint to see anything at all. It was a bright sunny day and the detailers had waxed, washed and polished until the whole car was gleaming. The day before an ugly, mostly unreliable junker sat in the same parking spot, but now it was gone. For the first time in 10 years I had a nice car again. The past decade had been hard. At age 26 I had become a millionaire. By age 28 I was bankrupt and spent several years after that learning everything I could about how to handle money God's ways. I didn't want to just rebuild my former wealth. I wanted to honor God with that wealth. I had finally figured out that I was just a manager and God was the owner, and I wanted a second chance at success. He had trusted me with a lot early on, and I had failed. I had shown him and myself that I wasn't a good manager. But now, things were different. I was passionate about doing things the right way the second time around. My wife Sharon and I vowed after bankruptcy to never borrow another dime. We worked like crazy to get out of debt and clear of the bankruptcy. We pinched pennies, cut coupons, and skipped vacations. I worked 80 hours a week while she was home taking care of three little kids. We clawed our way out of the mess using Biblical principles for handling money, and God blessed us. Our new business began to grow. Life got a little better. We were able to breathe a little easier. And bit by bit, we were building wealth again, but you wouldn't have known it by my old car. During those years, I drove the cheapest cars I could. We had more important things to do than buy nice cars, and honestly, I had gotten used to driving junkers. Then one day, I was driving myself and one of my company's vice presidents to an event where I was supposed to speak, and the latest in my proud line of cheap cars broke down. There we were, standing in the parking lot of a gas station with steam pouring out from under the hood of the car. We looked through the trash and found an empty jug and used it to pour water into the radiator to cool down the car so we could get to the event. By that time, my net worth was well over a million dollars again. So this whole scene was ridiculous. My v p chided me saying, "You seriously have to get a better car. This is crazy. You have the money and he was right. The moment had arrived, and I was way overdue for a nicer car. I shopped all over for a great buy, and I finally found a great deal on a two-year-old jaguar that was kind of cool because I drove a jag right before I went broke. It felt like God was saying he was restoring what the locusts had eaten. so there I stood in the parking lot of my office just looking at it. You'd think everything about that moment would have been perfect, right? I mean, I'd done everything right this time. We had zero debt. I owned that car, free and clear, and it was a perfectly reasonable purchase for my family. In a way, it represented a new way of life because it was a physical symbol that God's ways work, that I could build wealth again the right way. But as I stood there, I wasn't thinking of any of that. Instead, I suddenly questioned my decision. With the sunlight shining off this beautiful car, the only question that came to my mind was, did I do something wrong? I started thinking about all the hungry children in the world, and I wondered what they'd think of my new car. How many kids could I have fed with the check I had just written? Then I started to worry about what my friends and customers and clients would say. Would they think I was a phony because I talked so much about generosity, but I decided to spend this money on something nice for myself? Standing in the parking lot that day, I realized something. God had been teaching me about money for the past 10 years, but now it was time for him to teach me about wealth. Now in the legacy journey, I want to share with you what I've learned. But let's be clear right up front. I'll go ahead and ruin the end of the story for you. I didn't do anything wrong by buying that car. I think God smiled at me as I wrote that check. Depending on who you listen to or what you read about wealth, that may shock you. If so, then get ready to be shocked a lot in this book. It's time to see what God's Word really says about wealth. And trust me, it's a much different message than you're hearing in our culture today.